Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The 11 to 1 show. For you. Phil Collins in the air tonight. It is an iconic song. And I just realised there as I was watching the time go by that you're waiting for the drums, aren't you, to kick in in that song for so long. It's like, I can feel it coming. Come on, get to the drums. Only comes in at like 50 seconds at the end. It's like, come on, we're waiting for the drums the entire song. Still iconic, though. Still iconic. Sinead Brazel here with you. How are we getting on? 086-1800-658 if you'd like to get in touch with us. Found a very strange story this morning from Gucci to Garlic Dip. Is there no end to Paul Meskell's GAA shorts and how they have influenced society? Oh, my God. This is, this is so bizarre. Now, you know, the clocks have sprung forward. So that is a true signifier that the warmer weather is on the way fingers crossed soon we'll be dusting off the short shorts well some of us I don't don't know if I, I can't pull off short shorts I, I, it freaks me out it really does freak me out the short shorts but certain people can like Paul Meskel and the GAA shorts do you remember the GAA shorts went iconic they went absolutely viral Gucci jumped on board with it as well such a moment of Paul you know post workout with his shell tracksuit top zipped up and his short shorts swigging out of a bottle of Lucasade or something like that an energy drink just looking you know effortless effortlessly cool and these shorts are just still influencing people and who have they influenced now well Domino's yeah, Domino's Pizza, uh, specifically the one in Minute. <laughs> talk about jumping onto a moment and just running with it. Fair play to Domino's in Minute. But what have they done? Well, they've rejigged their summer wardrobe. Yeah, yeah. They've unveiled a uniform inspired by their most famous son, Paul Meskel. And uh, they now, their 59th chain store in Ireland, they have launched the GEA shorts or short shorts as an ode to local Gaelic football and their local Hollywood icons. So they have had a fashion shoot there. They've captured the summer wardrobe, must have the Domino's short shorts, the ultimate spring summer accessory. They say ideal for work or leisure or just, you know, wandering around the town looking iconic, going for a run or lounging around at home, enjoying a pepperoni passion. This is going to be their new pizza as well. Um, all they need now, though, is the silver chain, is what I'm going to say to complete the look. But there you go. Domino's in minutes. 
selling essentially or <laughs> promoting the short shorts, the GEA short shorts. Only certain people can get away with it. You know, GEA players, Paul Meskel, definitely not me. People with a lot of confidence as well. People that just exude confidence, that do not care that their legs are Irish pale white a little bit knobbly maybe as well. I mean, just, you know, this is what happens to the uh, to Irish people when they wear these things. But, you know, I think once you have confidence, you can rock the Paul Meskel GAA short short. Picture this on one night. I've just remembered that Ed Sheeran is going to be playing tonight. Oh, yeah, we'll have to get a bit of Ed going. Are you going along to the Three Arena? Or where is he playing? Is it Three Arena? I'll have to say, check that one up. Are you going along to Ed Sheeran? Let me know. 86 658 Classic Phil Collins song there, says Colin Mornington. For some reason, I want a Cadbury's Dairy Milk now. Yeah, yeah, you see, that's the power of advertising. All I'd need to do now, Cahill, is just go ba-da-ba-ba-ba and you're going to want something else. What else has popped into your mind? That's the subliminal advertising working very well there. <laughs> Thanks so much for getting in touch. Now, how would you like over €10,000 to just, you know, land into your bank account. Wouldn't that be absolutely fantastic? Yes, it would. How can it get your hands on all that cash? That's a holiday. That's, you know, home improvements. That's just, you know, you could get the €10,000 if you wanted to. Spread it all around like the bed and just roll around in it. Do you know? I mean, who does not have that fantasy? <laughs> Just me? Okay, right. Anyway, it's all to do with the LMFM Radio Bingo. Yeah, next Tuesday's jackpot is a massive €10,400. Have you got your book yet? You can get it. LMFM.ie and also in various outlets around the northeast. I want to say a big congratulations to Margaret Matthews from Dundalk Road in RD. She scooped a thousand euro. Oh, nice one. And also Melda Fogarty from Abbeylands in Navin. She won 400 euro. So if you're not playing, I suggest you get your book right now from the outlets around the northeast and also LMFM.ie. Don't forget as well, you are now supporting a fantastic cause, the Gary Kelly cancer support centre every single time you play so 10,400 euro up for grabs that would be nice that would be nice and in the run up to Easter as well oh, a lot of Easter eggs you could buy there as well now today we are out and about the LMFM Roadrunner crew they are on the road headed for Dunboyne for a special reason there because the Dunboyne College of Further Education they are holding an open day so they're going to sample college life we're going to be checking in with Helena and the crew. As well as that, i got music from Miley Cyrus on the way. The 11 to 1 show. Helena Mullins and the LMFM Roadrunner crew have gone back to college today. They are in Dunboyne College of Further Education meeting staff and students. They're holding an open day there today. There's over 60 courses on offer. They're going to be running that right up until 2pm today. Dunboynecollege.ie. Helena is standing by with more. Good morning, Helena. Good morning, Sinead. Yes, you have joined us here in the Dunboyne College of Further Education. And wow, what a fantastic array of courses that they have for further education. So I'm going to talk to two girls here who are doing the journalism, digital media and public relations. And I'm sure I'll learn a thing or two here from the girls. So I have Hannah McNamara and Shanna Cole. So Shanna, I'll start with you first. You 
did your leaving cert last year? Yeah, I done my leaving cert last year and I had business down in my CEO, but when I got offered it, when the offers came out, I really didn't want to do it at all. And my family was really at me to do journalism. So I looked up journalism courses and Dunboyne was the closest one to me that offered it. And I'm from Calvin, so Calvin Institute didn't even offer it. So I was delighted that I could come and try it out and it's been a great year so far. Fabulous. So you must have a flair for writing and all, do you? Yeah, definitely writing. And I feel like I'm not shy in front of people. I don't mind it. And this year has really brought out my interpersonal skills, communication skills. Like it's been absolutely brilliant. Wow. And of course, we have Hannah as well. You are studying, but you had taken a gap year just before you came in here. How did you find that? Yeah, I needed the gap year because on my CEO, I finished in 2021 and I had nursing all down. And then when I actually finished, I was like, I don't want to do nursing. I was like, I panicked and picked something. So I took a gap year and I moved to Spain and I was no pair. So I was there for seven months. And during that time, I kind of realized how much I want to travel for like my future. Like that's what I want. I want to travel. So I started looking to like ways you could travel and work and it came with travel journalism and then instantly that was like the get-go like I that was exactly what I wanted to do so then I was like I'll come here first just to be sure before I go spend loads of money in like a university college fantastic and to look at the college experience or the unit like the the well the pre-college experience here what, what what's the workload like or tell us a little bit about what your course entails and what's it like to be on the campus here yeah the workload is more than I expected but it's not like too much it's not overbearing like it's just more than you would expect like it's not a DOS course I think that's what people might think it is um, but it's like a good amount but you have that so much help around with the teachers like they're so involved in your work so you get like all that support all the time and then in terms of my course like we're doing like public relations and radio as well it's not just all writing so we kind of get an idea of like other careers that are similar to journalism that we could go into too so it's not like focus on one thing like they try to give you as much options as possible so it's kind of handy that I get to do like research and writing skills but they all link to like so many careers fantastic and there's a lot it seems like a lot of practical experience there so you it'll get you ready for the work working world yeah no definitely we do like interviews presentations so it gets you confident about talking like public speaking and then it just overall everything just your skills are improved massively like it's that good bridge into from secondary school into university well i'll tell you two very good talkers and just to say as well did, were you guys did you guys do placements yet what did, yeah. where did you do your placement shanna i did my placement with rt on the operation transformation production and it was unbelievable but if Dunboyne didn't offer the time to do placement I would never have been there like it was absolutely amazing like it was so good that I got the time to do that um, so I was basically just a PA doing like all the running but it being in there was just unbelievable so it was you're, le- you're seeing all yeah. everybody in action yeah exactly and you're really getting into the working world and getting your name out there really good woman and what about yourself where did you do yours I was doing my placement in Dublin CFM radio station so that was like the same as Shanna said if I didn't get the opportunity here with work experience I would have never even ta- taught to even try it and then also going into the summer in June I'm going to be doing two weeks in the Mead Chronicle newspaper so I'll have like radio and news paper writing which is like a good balance to have a try a vote kind of thing but I really love the radio like it was and it was such a confidence boost as well because I was learning radio I had a radio module here so it kind of connected so I kind of learned really quick fantastic and look at here there's a great buzz around there's a lot of students uh, a lot of hopefuls to maybe come to Dunboyne College um, of further education but have you any advice for students out there at this moment thinking about further education or university look if you don't know what exactly you want to do I definitely recommend doing a PLC and something that you do think you might like and if you don't like it at least you can rule it out and it's only a year but if you do like it at least you know you can further your studies on that or even just pick an arts course because you don't have to broaden like it's broad you don't have to pin yourself to something and then you have loads it's not like limiting your 
itself to anything at all. Fantastic. What about yourself, Hannah? Yeah, I was going to say the same because I was that student that wasn't sure. So I don't want, I don't I think people shouldn't panic about what they have to pick and have this idea that they have to go straight into university because it's not like that. So that's what I was saying. Like, this is like that bridge into it and it's so helpful. Like, you learn so much more. And like Shannon was saying, you might find out you don't want to do that course and that's fine and it's a lot cheaper as well than going straight to university and then dropping out so it's a lot of a cheaper option and then if you don't like it you move on to something else if you do like it you're then you're sure of it you've tried it exactly out. and you have a good foundation a good base knowledge for furthering it and as you say it's not a DOS course no. there's there's a lot in it and I'd say they're they're improving every single year oh yeah no definitely like it's you can see more and more people coming I think every year like the classes are getting bigger and it's just it's always busy and they always have you going out to like trip like museums or we went to the courts to do court reporting so there's like so much involved in it it's not Amazing. just class do you know what I mean exactly so you're getting such a broad range of activities here and I'm going to be comparing notes with these girls because I'm sure I'm going to learn so much here today from the fantastic students so it's back to you in stu- studio for now Sinead and I'll be with you again shortly with more students and of course the principal of the college here because we want to know what exactly is happening here in Dunboyne bye bye oh there's lots happening in Dunboyne aren't the two girls fantastic advocates for the school and not only that great advice from them as well we'll check in with Helena and the crew a little bit later on Miley Cyrus with Flowers, I'm in Trouble. Helen in Trim has been on 086-1800-658. You're doing it again. You're making me crave chocolate. Stop, please. Well, call started it, Helen, you know. And also I would say... If you have listened to Denise Wogan, our intuitive eating expert, nutritionist, uh, all about intuitive eating, she would say to you now, Helen, go have that chocolate. Have a little bit of chocolate. You're craving it. So, you know, listen to it. You know, listen to what's going on. Also, she might kind of say, you know, are you denying yourself too much of the chocolate? Is this why you're craving it now? And all, you know, we're, <laughs> we're only talking about it on the radio when you're craving it, Helen. There's a lot of, you know, inner work maybe that needs to go on with regards to this. But I'm all for just a little, you know, a little nibble, a little couple of squares now with a cup of coffee would just be lovely. I just think, fire ahead, go for it. Now, we are going to change tack for you, Helen, I promise, uh, because we're going to be talking about things that give us road rage. Plus, I've got music from Tin Lizzy on the way. The 11 to 1 show. When you've been stuck in the car at the lights for ages and it's one of those sets of traffic lights that lets about two cars go when it turns green and you know that you have to sort of be quick with regards to this and you're behind some eejit in front of you who has missed the lights. Oh, talk about road rage. Yes, road rage. As Catatonia would say, I don't like it. It's just like, come on. Why are you like looking around you? You're drinking water. Oh, you're looking out the window and you've missed the light. I'm sorry, I am. I'm one of those drivers that kind of goes from not to 100 at other people in the car when uh, stuff like that happens. Uh, why am I talking about this? Well, Ireland's most hated driving passage habits have been revealed from overtaking danger to driving too slow. These are the things that have been listed. This is according to People Insurance. They surveyed a thousand adults and it uh, shows that nearly three in ten respondents find the behaviour the most inconsiderate. This idea of, you know, not uh, the, the not letting somebody out. You know, if someone's clearly indicating and you're like, just let them merge. What are you doing? Why are you just not letting them out? 
I don't like that. I don't like that either. Uh, so what are the top five? Well, dangerous overtaking. We've seen that as well. You know, country roads, lots of bends. Someone's behind you. They're clearly wanting to do more than the speed limit and you're doing the speed limit. And what do they do? Oh, okay, let's do an overtake on a dangerous country road. That happens. Not using an indicator. Oh my God. Irish people, particularly at roundabouts, we don't have a clue. We don't have a clue what indicator to use, what lane to go into. That drives me crazy. Driving too fast, driving too slow. Not letting other drivers out. All bad habits. Um, So if you've ever driven on uh, the local and regional roads, uh, says Paul Walsh of uh, People Insurance, you've likely witnessed how quickly an accident could occur occur to impatient drivers attempting to overtake other motorists on narrow roads. Now, even though I don't like people who are a bit too slow in front of me, you know, like those ones that go way under the speed speed limit, like they're way under. uh, I definitely wouldn't do this kind of dangerous overtaking. I will stay behind them, though, just kind of... (laughs) seething with the anger I know it's very bad it's very bad but I want to know today what gives you road rage where you're you're just seething behind the wheel at someone else and what they're doing uh, in front of you let me know 086-1800-658 oh let's calm down now let's calm down okay there we go take it easy it's Thin Lizzy we're dancing in the moon I'll tell you what gives me road rage when you're trying to park in a tricky spot and somebody comes right up your backside. Yes, that is. You know when you're really, you're under pressure, you're under pressure. You know you're sweating. You're trying to get into this parking spot and then someone is just like right there, not letting you. You know they're they're impatient because you're like going in and out of a parking space. Yeah, I can't do that either, by the way. I can't parallel park. It's just, no, no, just it doesn't work for me, I'm afraid. Uh, I'll tell you who can parallel park extremely well. Our driver in the LMFM Roadrunner unit. Yes, no road rage there and fantastic parking. Even though it is a big bus. Effortless, effortless. I've seen it happen. They are geniuses behind the wheel of that thing. It is time to return to Helena Mullins and the LMFM Roadrunner crew. They're out at Dunboyne College of Further Education. They are having an open day today. It's running until 2pm. Helena, how's things going there? Yes, Sinead. I'm absolutely delighted to have a chat now with Dennis Leonard, who is the principal here and a qualified guidance counsellor as well. Uh, so absolutely, yeah. The students are in good hands here at the Dunboyne College of Further Education. But to tell us Tell us a little bit about what's happening here today. Um, you're kept busy. Well, we're kept very busy. We are uh, we're uh, have over 60 courses here and all of the courses are online, uh, you know, and you can register online, dunboyncollege.ie. But for a lot of people like to come and see firsthand what the course is about. So they have a chance to come and talk to individual lecturers. So say you want to do science, but you don't know whether you want to do biomedical science or forensic science or environmental science or, or you want to do a healthcare course, but you're not sure whether you want to do nursing or childcare or something in the whole, a healthcare assistant, or maybe you want to do physiotherapy or speech and language whatever you want to do so when you get into the right building here you actually can talk to the lecturers and then you might decide which exact course out of our 60 and offer you want to do so it's a first hand chance for students guidance counsellors parents to come here and to meet any of our lecturers and to talk first hand about what they might like to do going forward and who is this this college for 
Oh, this college for everybody. It's for people from 17 up to 107. You know, I mean, it's basically anybody who wants to go back into education. A lot of school leavers here, but about 20% of our students are matures who go back into education to retrain. We offer uh, skills to advance courses for people who want to do employment type courses where they want to upskill in their employment. But a lot of people come here because they feel very young at 17 or 18, 19, whatever it is, to make a choice about their whole future. So there's a chance to try out, say, nursing or, or childcare or arts or law or physiotherapy, whatever it happens to be. Maybe you want to go into film, but you're not really sure. Do you want to do animation? So it's a chance to crystallize exactly what you want to do. So people come here for that reason, for, for a start. They come here because it's local. It's a chance to get a, but also a chance to get a qualification. You come out of here with a, with a QQI level five or six qualification or a higher national diploma, whichever course you do. So you get a qualification that bring you directly into industry. But if you don't want to go into industry and you feel, look at, you know, I'm 2021, 20, I have a qualification, but in fact, I prefer to do a three or four year course in a, in a university. We have very close links with Maynooth beside us, DCU, Technical University of Dublin, and about 15 universities around the country. So we have links with all of them, but obviously the local ones, over 100 of our students every year go to Maynooth, another 100 go over to TU Dublin, you know, so we have a huge progression. Uh, out of a thousand students, about half of them would want to progress into um, third level, but the other half want to go into employment. And of course, um, I will ask as well, you've obviously made a huge impact in the area yeah, yeah. with everybody like there's such a huge number that goes on to a third level That's right. so like what's next for Dunboyne well, look at, we're obviously growing the whole time. We've become a college town now here in Dunboyne with our, on campus. We're getting a purpose-built campus uh, out beside the railway station there in Dunboyne. And basically what that'll mean is it'll be the first of its kind in the country, the first FET college of the future, where you'll have QQI level five and six courses like we do, the PLC, which people would know them by, plus apprenticeships, traineeships, uh, community education, you know, any education, the people, night classes, anything that people want to do to go back and retrain will be available under one roof. So it's going to be a one-stop shop for everything so that's where we're heading but in the meantime our 60 courses are going to grow to 65 next year to 70 uh, we're going to be expanding uh, we're here in the business park but obviously when we get our purpose-built campus we'll be able to do a lot of course like engineering and construction and retrofitting and you know Fantastic. all the renewable energy ones you know the green economy is where it's going you know so we want to make sure that we we play our part in that as well you're definitely forward thinking there i'm yeah. loving it yeah, and yeah. of course how can people find out more about what is available Oh, there's many ways. You can go on dunboyncollege.ie. It's the easiest way. Our website has all that information. Uh, you can, you know, phone the college at any time, uh, you know, 01-802-6577. Uh, you can, you know, uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok. You know, whatever platform, whatever, whatever <laughs> platform people decide to use, you can get information. And I know you're hearing from our students today, which is great as well, because they'll tell you firsthand what it's like to be a student here. Because first and foremost, we've always wanted to be a welcoming place for students and we welcoming place for staff to come and our staff are experts in their fields we have the highest level of teaching and learning so our nurse tutors our, our you know our film tutors are all our experts in their field uh, with the highest qualifications and that makes a huge difference it certainly does well listen dennis thank you so much for having a chat with me there that's dennis leonard who is the principal and a qualified guidance counselor and i'm sure that the students feel in very good hands here it's actually in the studio for now Sinead, and i'll be with you again shortly with more lovely students who are getting on so well here at the Dunboyne College of Further Education. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Helena. Yes, it's safe hands indeed there and that is ongoing until 2pm, dunboynecollege.ie for more. Going to take a quick break then we're going back in time. The 11 to 1 show. We're going back to the 80s now. 
LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 On this day in 1981, US President Ronald Reagan is shot and wounded in an assassination attempt by John Hinckley. Three others were also wounded. And today is Doctor's Day. Puts hardworking doctors in the spotlight, encourages us to be considerate of the long hours they work, their compassion and effort that they put into practicing medicine. So Doctor's Day today. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drada, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie Passing on the inside lane on the motorway, says Maria. Yes, I have seen that happen. We're talking about bad driving habits. Things that other drivers do that just give us road rage. No indicator, so head wrecking, says another message. Or the Egypts who are going in the wrong lane and then they want to try and squeeze back in in front of you says Mel yeah that has happened as well to me also Sinead you know when you slow down and you wave at a car from the side of the road to get out and they're looking at you as if to say me well they hardly think I'm waving at my mother to put the kettle on says Wendy oh there's a lot of women uh, on the text machine getting angry I feel your pain yeah keep them coming in 086-1800-658 here's a great song very appropriate walking on cars with speeding cars What about when they stay in the fast lane when they should have moved back in? Yes. Yes. You're like, come on, you're flashing the lights at them. Get out of the fast lane. Come on, people. Yes, thank you so much. Keep those messages coming in. We are heading towards 12 news, but after that, a festival celebrating the brilliant musician Patrick Byrne is going to be underway in Carrick uh, starting today. And we'll go back to college with Helena and I'll have your TV recommendations. The 11 to 1 show. Kaylee's music sessions, workshops and lots more as Fela Patrick Byrne gets underway in Carrick Macross. It's going to be kicking off today. We're going to find out more about this very, very shortly. But first, back to the music. All with a difference gets underway today, celebrating the life and legacy of the brilliant musician Patrick Byrne, who was born in Maharaklun in 1794. Now, Patrick was a noted wire-strung harpist and the first traditional musician to be ever photographed, and he even played for Queen Victoria. So, Fela Patrick Byrne begins today. Plenty of traditional Irish music workshops, Kayleys, and more. Joining me now to tell us more about it is the executive producer of Fela Patrick Byrne, Sean O'Rudon. He's on the line. How are you getting on, Sean? Very well. Uh, thanks. Thank you for uh, inviting us on to talk about the festival. Well, do you know, to my shame, Sean, I did not know much about this magnificent harp player, this great legacy of music that he's left. Tell us a little bit more about Patrick Byrne. Well, uh, actually, a lot of people don't know about Patrick Byrne because he wasn't a great um, composer in the way that uh, Turlough uh, O'Carrollan was. So he doesn't have a, a body of, of his own tunes. That, um, of his own compositions. But uh, many of the tunes that are played nowadays, especially in the sort of Oriel area, uh, were, you know, were, were played by Patrick Byrne. As you say, he was born in 1794 in Maracloon. He was, um, he was orphaned at a, a very young age. So although he was born into a, a Catholic family, he was actually raised as a member of the Church of Ireland. Oh. Uh, and he, he was uh, blind from birth, uh, I believe. Now... Um, so his story actually starts back in 1792 in that there was the, um, 
the Harper's Gathering <coughs> in Belfast in the Assembly Rooms. Uh, and young um, Edward Bunting uh, noted down all the tunes, and these were the last Harpers. But what that event did, it, it stimulated an interest in harp playing and Irish traditional music generally. And uh, that led to the establishment of the Belfast Harp School. And uh, the Belfast Harp School uh, is the harp school that uh, Patrick Byrne uh, was a pupil at. Oh, so it, very it, it came directly. Yeah, it came directly out of the the, the, the Harper's Gathering in 1792. So he um, he, as you say, he he played the wire strung harp. Now that instrument virtually died out because <coughs> the the neo Irish harp was developed in the middle to the latter part of the 19th century, and that was done originally uh, wired with a catgut, and then nowadays uh, that would be uh, nylon. Um, but he played the old traditional Gaelic harp, which was brass strung. And there's a lady called Siobhan Armstrong who uh, has established the the early Irish harp society. And they're, they're, so the Irish, so the strings would all be brass strung, and the the, the Gaelic harpers would have played with long nails. Oh yes, of course, to be able to kind of to, to, to play properly and to get the, the, the fantastic yeah. sound. And I mean, people can see on the website uh, for the festival, failopatrickburn.e, the most stunning photographs of him. And they go they go yeah. way back to the 1800s, these photographs. He would have been one of the first kind of musicians that would have been actually captured on, on a film. He, he is, that's a daguerreotype. So that was at 1845. So we're right on the eve of the famine here when this photograph is uh, taken. And it is the first ever photograph of what today we would call an Irish traditional musician, but he would have been just called an Irish musician in, yeah. in, in those days. But uh, uh, yes, that's the very first photograph of an Irish traditional musician. Fantastic. And he would have played as well for, for royalty, played for Queen Victoria? He did. He played for Queen Victoria. He was actually... He was um, he was given a warrant. So I always get a bit nervous when I hear about warrants. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but he, he was actually given a warrant by Prince Albert, uh, Victoria's uh, husband. Uh, so he was he was officially the piper to Prince Albert. Wow! Wow! And he, and he, he toured around internationally uh, quite a bit. Played Scotland quite a bit. Played England uh, a lot played on the continent uh, so he, he was he was near enough the Ed Sheeran or the Harry Styles of his day <laughs> the Harry Styles of his day I love it now yeah. this festival uh, is, is kicking off today but how did the festival come about initially to celebrate this guy well, a few people from uh, Colter's Kiltoria, and we have a branch in Carrick Macross. I've been involved. I mean, as you can probably tell, I, I, I don't have a Carrick Macross accent. Not a bit. Uh, <laughs> no, no. So I, I, I live in Broomfield, which is about 10 miles to the north. No, uh, <laughs> uh, originally, I'm from London, and I was involved in the West London uh, Colter's. My dad was a dairy man, and my mum's people come from Wexford. Oh, very good. Uh, um, so I'm a, I'm a blow-in. And uh, so I've been involved in traditional music in London. And so when, when uh, my late wife and I um, uh, moved back from London, we uh, we got involved in uh, Coltus uh, locally. And our children have all been raised uh, playing traditional music. Um, and so a few people from Coltus started doing a bit of research. And they, they, uh, um, Patrick Byrne is buried in Carrick Macross although he's from Maracloon originally. So there's a nice little statue to uh, Patrick Byrne as you're heading down to uh, Maracloon, heading down towards the, on the King's Court Road uh, from, Car- uh, from Carrick Macross, um, indicating where he was from. It's on the corner of the road there. And uh, uh, But his, one of the things that we'll be doing at the festival on the 
uh, there'll be a walking tour and that will take in his uh, grave as well which is oh fantastic because so so often we don't know about these amazing people or these amazing you know uh, dedications or statues or whatever to these people in our local area so that's a really great idea but you've jammed so much into this festival it kicks off today you're launching today Yes, uh, we're very fortunate. We have Frank McNally, who does the Irishman's uh, Diary on in the Irish Times. Fantastic he, guy, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very funny man, very funny man. And he's going to be doing a talk because he found out via the Coltus branch um, uh, a few years back that he's actually uh, a, a, a relation of Patrick Byrne. Oh, himself. very good. Okay. Yeah. He is a great, great grandne- uh, grandnephew of uh, Patrick Byrne. And, uh, what a cool thing so, to find out about your legacy. Yeah, that's brilliant. Exactly, exactly. And uh, so he's going to be giving a talk called um, The Heart That Wants. Obviously, uh, a paraphrase from yeah. the, the Heart That Wants through Tara Ring. And, um, and he's going to be basically doing his, uh, how he rediscovered his uh, family connections and just some reminiscences about uh, growing up in Carrot Macross. He's a Carrot Macross man himself. So that will be, be quite a witty and uh, fun uh, activity. Uh, we have our patron, who's uh, Eilish uh, Lavelle, a, a Mollahan-based um, harpist. And she's actually done a lot of research into the music of Edward Bunting. Who uh, Now, he was, he was a 19-year-old who noted down all the tunes at the Harpers' Gathering, which became the basis from the school that Patrick Byrne uh, was taught from. Uh, so a lot of the tunes that I played today would have disappeared had it not been for Edward Bunting. And um, Eilish has done a lot of uh, research into it. And she'll be playing a short um, uh, recital there at the launch and event, event. And then we also will be making a presentation to um, Francie O'Donoghue, who was a key member of the Colters branch when it was uh, established in 1971. Well, that sounds like a, a lovely evening. And you have so much going on. This runs till Tuesday. You've got Kayleys, you've got sessions, you've got uh, workshops. And the, the great thing about this is you've got sessions for people of all levels, which is lovely. Yep, we we have on on Saturday at five thirty. We have a a youth uh, session. Now the young people tend to play a lot faster. Oh, so there's, there's no speed, there's no speed limits, and you get no points. <laughs> you get no points on your license. Um, but uh, we also have a slow session on the Sunday, and that's really for adult learners, maybe people who might be quite new to to an instrument, intermediate level. Um, maybe and and so the tunes are played slowly so there are there are speed limits so it's, it's a bit like driving you see a, a, a wide load yeah <laughs> <laughs> so be, uh, there'll be speed limits on that uh, so those two sessions take place in Deary's Lounge uh, there'll also be uh, sessions on on the Friday and Saturday after the two concerts. So on Friday night, there's a concert at St Finbar's Church, which is the Church of Ireland Church in Carrick Macross. So we work closely with the vestry there in in terms of uh, this festival, because obviously, uh, and also like uh, it's it's part of um, remembering the fact that Patrick Byrne was was a member of the Church of Ireland community. Absolutely. Uh, so he, he would have gone to he would have gone to that church, and uh, so it's nice to have a concert there. We have Gronya Holland and her band uh, playing uh, at that. She, she's a lovely singer, Shando singer, uh, whistle player, and uh, she sings in English and sings in Irish. And uh, then we and supporting her, we have a quite recently established um, Irish language choir singing. Oh, it's uh, different, uh, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Ka- Ka- um, uh, Glodna Carragher. 
So, uh, again, that's been established um, by Bernie McMahon uh, from uh, Carrot Macross, and that's under the aegis of uh, Carrot Macross Colsus branch as well. So they'll be playing there. Um, that's an 8 p.m. start in St. Finbar's Church on the Friday night, and there's a session on in Markey's Bar after that, which will be wild and wonderful. Um, on the Saturday, then, we have a walking tour at 11 a.m. around the town. People are meeting at the... That's with... Um, uh, that's been undertaken by Mary Curley, a local historian, and uh, people are assembling at the courthouse there at 11 a.m. Uh, on Saturday. Um, then we have workshops, so there'll be uh, a repertoire workshop. That basically means you can bring any instrument you like, yep. and uh, Eilish uh, Lavelle will be teaching tunes, which are lesser-known tunes from County Monaghan. So it's nice um, for people to, to get some local tunes, tunes that were played in the county here 100, 150 years or more ago. And uh, so uh, you can bring any in- instruments along for that. That workshop takes place in the, in the workhouse in Carrick-Macross. And also there's a fun trade for, for very young uh, uh, children, uh, children who may not be going to classes yet. Yeah. Uh, we have, yeah. So we give them a like, little taste to see if they get interested. And it's a very fun sort of uh, activity. And uh, Sean Walsh and Sinead Finnegan uh, will be leading those. So, uh, uh, so you've, you've, you've lo- I'm sorry, but Sean, I'm just running out of time here, but there's, there's yeah, absolutely, absolutely packed. I mean, if people want to go and find all the information, all the details are on your website, Yeah. Absolutely. It's www.failerpatrickburn.ie. We have a big concert on on the Saturday night in in the Louis uh, School Hall. We have NASC, which is an excellent uh, three-piece band, and we have the Colsus Branch playing. And we have a Shandos workshop uh, on the Sunday, again in the Louis uh, School Hall, with a local Shandos dancer, uh, Ethan McCabe, and that's followed by a set Kaylee with the Salamanca Kaylee band. And then there'll be the slow reel and slow uh, session and then the survivors <laughs> still on their toes whoever's still standing again. will be going to that absolutely brilliant Sean it's a, it's a jam-packed festival a very important thing to do as well to remember this great man thank you so much for joining us today Thank, thank you very much, Sinead. Thanks for having us on. And can I just thank uh, yep. our sponsors who yes, are uh, Colchester Keltorieran through the Metal Program, Monaghan County Council uh, through through the Arts Office, the Arts Council of Ireland, uh, and uh, we have sponsorship also for Markies and Dearies and the Shirley Arms. Oh, very so, important uh, to have the sponsorship as well for festivals oh, like this. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank couldn't, thank you so much, Sean. Absolutely. couldn't happen otherwise. So uh, thanks for having us on, Sinead. And I look forward to seeing everybody at the festival. Gurumila Mahagud. Gurumila Mahagud, indeed. Sean O'Rodon there. You can find more details about this. Failapatrickburn.ie The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Crossy. Taron Edgerton stars in the new Tetris movie. He was asked if he liked the game and here's what he said. I was at South by Southwest and I was doing interviews for the movie and I'm Super excited about the movie. It's turned out great. But occasionally I get asked about the game and I sort of go, yeah, you know, just, you know. I find it quite hard to get passionate about just, you know, I mean, it's not like the discography of Radiohead, is it? You know, it's, it's I mean, it's, it's fun, but it's, yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's fun, it's neat. I bet Tom York. The movie's much catch. more interesting. Exactly. Simon Pegg has said Michael Jackson's trailer video ruined zombie movies for about 15 years because of its use of zombies. Simon starred in Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, which earned millions in the box office as well as becoming a cult classic. Simon said it took a long while to shake off the trailer zombies.
Kevin Bacon spent hours with his daughter trying to learn the Megan trainer made you look down for TikTok. He was speaking to Jimmy Fallon about it. Then she said, started sending me all these, which I never knew existed, tutorials on TikTok on how to do the dance. So it's like slow down. So I spent, you know, hours on that. She learned it in like five minutes. The last time I've worked that hard, now that I think about it, on a dance was when you asked me to come in and recreate the Footloose dance on this on this show. I make you work so hard when you come on the show. I'm so sorry. That's the buzz. I'm Crossy. The buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Ah, uh, Kevin Bacon, proving that he's still a fun dad. More buzz with Eddie Caffrey a little bit later on. And going to take a quick break, and then we're back in Dunboyne with Helena. She's at Dunboyne College of their education for their open day. The 11 to 1 show. There's Tracy Chapman, Baby, Can I Hold You? The LMFM Roadrunner crew are out and about today. Yeah. We are out and about. In Dunboyne College of Further Education, they are having an open day today. It's running until 2pm. You can find out more at dunboynecollege.ie. Helena is standing by with more details. How are we getting on, Helena? Yes, Sinead, I'm having an absolutely fantastic morning here at the Dunboyne College of Further Education because it is buzzing because of their open day today. And wow, what a fantastic campus you have here. And the students... Are a testament to that. They really are selling the college here on the airwaves. And of course, today is the open day, so people can come in, have a chat with the career guidance teachers, and of course, find out maybe what passions they have and what courses are available here at Dunboyne. But I'm going to have a chat now with Sophie Baker, who is a pre-nursing student, and you have had a fantastic year so far, I believe. Yeah, no, it's been great. I've done so many different work experience placements. I spent a week in Connolly Hospital in December where I was on the ward, I was on the general surgery ward, shadowing one of the registered nurses. That was incredible. Just to be in that medical setting, that's just something you'd never be able to do, especially in secondary school or in TY. Even in college, you're straight in. By December, I'd only started in September, I was straight in doing stuff in the hospital. And then in February, I had another block of placement. I was sent to Malaga through the Erasmus programme. That was also like provided by the college. That was fully funded. 30 of us went over, 30 students, and were all placed in a workplace relevant to the course. So there's people like HCAs, nurses, physio. There was all sorts of students that went over. I was put in a nursing home for them two weeks where I was looking after people, getting them ready for the day. And that, that was another just incredible. I never would have got that in a level A college or secondary school either. Fantastic. That sounds amazing. And what an amazing experience to kind of get into the actual job or role that you might have in the future so what are you really drawn towards like was nursing kind of something that you wanted to go to straight after school I had medicine down as my number one in my CAO but I had everything related to it so I had midwifery pharmacy biomed all sorts down but I kind of realised too late that I did want to hands on treat someone like kind of physically in a hospital setting not kind of in the background like pharmacist or in the labs so that's why I said I'd take the year out and Dunboyne was the closest PLC college to me because I'm from Leakslip. So I said I'd go try out nursing if I liked it and then go straight in from that. Excellent. So have you any advice now? Or tell us a little bit. So you mentioned an awful lot about your placements and course and things like that. Like, what's the workload like? Is there a lot of theory or, you know, what, how, does the, how did the year pan out for you? 
It's definitely not a dust. I know a lot of people think that a PLC doesn't come with its work. It definitely does. And I think it deserves more recognition because you do move on to your level eight with so much knowledge behind you. You've practically half the year of your first year covered because you cover the exact same topics in the PLC. It's very much the same subjects, same topics. You have practicals. I've had practicals for like mother and baby practicals, checking after birth. You go through them in college when you're doing nursing. You also have the fundamental skills like bringing someone to the bathroom, bed bathing. You do all those practicals in the PLC as well. So you're going on with that physical hands-on knowledge already. Certainly. And people only come fresh out of school and they're probably, you know, in the deep end in first year. And it can be very daunting to have such a massive workload and maybe not having the practical experience. And you might not even enjoy it. So to dip your toe in into a PLC, I'm sure you would give that advice to Leaving Cert students. Or do you see any mature students on campus that might say the same thing? Yeah, 100%. There is a lot of mature students. There was mature students that went to Malaga with me as well. Just if you have that interest that you kind of may have put to the side, for whatever reason, having children, getting married, even needing the money with a full-time job, there's always that opportunity. You can come back. It is a year. It is full-time. But it's not as full-on as your four- to five-year level eight course. And then you have the financial benefit of it as well. It's not thousands of euros. It's, it's, it's there ready for you to do. if you have. It's more accessible. So say if you did have a passion, Dunboyne College yeah, for further education... more than likely with their 60 plus courses available would have the course for you yeah 100% there's something for everybody just literally you could pick out of a hat something that you're interested in there is something for you amazing well listen thank you so much the future is bright I'll tell you great journalism students that I've already spoken to earlier and of course Sophie Baker here who is a pre-nursing student so the very best luck with whatever you go on to do and I thank you so much for having a chat with us thank you so much it's back to you in studio for now Sinead and I'll be with you again shortly with more and some of the career guidance teachers are going to have a chat with me as well so we'll chat to you again shortly bye bye thank you so much Helena and to the students there we will check in with Helena a little bit later on on the way I've got music from Dermot Kennedy for you the 11 to 1 show with LMFM there's Dermot Kennedy with eight numbered on LMFM's 11 to 1 now moving quickly to our TV recommendations and starting off tonight RT1 at quarter past 10 Sisters it's an original half hour comedy drama set in Ireland written by two female uh, creators Susan Stanley and also Sarah Goldberg it's directed by none other than Declan Lowney yeah the guy behind Father Ted and also Ted Lasso he's behind this uh, so it's uh, set as or starts tonight as I say and after the death of her mother can Canadian 30-something Sarah decides to travel to Ireland to find her birth father but gets a lot more than she bargained for. Amongst the surprises is her half-sister Sue. After a shaky start they decide to seek out one thing they have in common. Their father looks absolutely brilliant or to E1 tonight. Now we were talking about road rage earlier on and this is all of the rage happening in a brilliant series that's on Netflix. It's called Beef. Uh, it's 10 episodes, paced out really well whole story kicks off with uh, Stephen Yun he plays uh, down on his luck contractor he gets into a road raid incident with Ali Wong she plays a successful but exhausted retail entrepreneur they get into a really high speed chase across LA evidence of which is caught on ring cameras and social media but never identifies either of them determined to settle the score Yun's character tracks down Wong to her family home believing it to be her husband behind the wheel thus inciting incident after incident it's epic I highly recommend it real fly through it as well it's absolutely brilliant then moving to Sunday night and back to RTE 1 7.30pm Claire Byrne hosts Ireland's Smartest so it's a general knowledge quiz in which contestants face a series of rounds with winners of the heats progressing in the tournament structure 
Each show features three contestants who face a series of rounds before one is eliminated with the final pair facing off a quick fire decider to determine who goes through to the next stage. As I had mentioned before, this is Claire Byrne in a very, very different departure for her. Eager to see what she's like as a quiz master. Uh, so that's on Sunday night at 7.30pm and those are your TV recommendations. Now stay with us. We're going to be going back to Dunboyne College of Further Education with Helena next. The 11 to 1 show. With LMFM. We return now for the final time to Dunboyne College of Further Education. They're having an open day today. It's running until 2. Helena Mullins is there with more. How are we getting on, Helena? Yes, Sinead, you've joined me for the final time here at the Dunboyne College of Further Education and we are buzzing because the, there was guys in having photographs here inside the LMFM Roadrunner. I've had chats with lovely students who are going on and hoping to go to third level and beyond. But I'm going to have a chat now with the career guidance team who are Derek Ball and Maeve Nimmo. So those students who are in doing the PLC here, how can they go on and, and when they wish to go on to third level? Is it an easy transition or how does it work? Thanks, Alina. Well, I suppose it's it's really the message that we always want to try and get out when we go to schools. Um, and we have students here talking about progression. How does it work? It's a big question for us um, that we get all the time. Students use their results here separately. They come to Dunboyne College. They, they're on a new course. They get a separate set of results from their Leave Insert. It's separate, completely independent of the Leave Insert results. And they use those results to apply then through the CAO scheme again and it's through a higher education link scheme where there's a saved amount of places, a quota of places that's actually saved for the students in QQI. So that means that they're not competing with any other group and they're getting their CAO offers before they're leaving their students. Students who wish to go on and apply through the CAO for a higher education degree after us, 90% of those students are actually achieving their uh, offers through the CAO. So the system really, really does work for students. That is excellent. And of course, Derek, you have developed an awful lot of links, I'm sure, with employers and third level institutions because of uh, the, the reputation that Dunboyne College has. Absolutely, Helena. Uh, Dunboyne works closely with uh, industries and third level institutions all around the country and we've built up strong links over the years. We meet regularly with industries to see what the growth areas are or where there is a, a shortage of skills and then we try and design courses to meet those needs. And we also meet with the universities regularly to um, grow and develop the progression links that we've established over the years as well. We also have a work experience programme that all students must take. That is fantastic. And you also have strong links there with big name universities, DCU, Maynooth. So can you tell us about the third level courses? that your students can apply for here from Dunboyne? Absolutely, Helena. All students here can apply to every university around the country. Okay, All students except further ed students onto most of their courses. So you said all the big names are in Dublin, DCU, Manute, TUD, Trinity, etc. And all around the country you have Atlantic Technological University, Southeast Technological University, Munster Technological University and the Technological University of the Shannon. They all accept our students. Amazing what they have here. But I suppose, Maeve, tell us about the structure of uh, DCFE and what maybe a typical day consists of with the students here yeah so the we are an on-campus college fully on campus so students will be here three full days of the week you know they're they're on campus between nine to four typically and um, on those three days some courses you know students will go off campus 
as part of their day and like the horsemanship students will go to Pellettstown for their their uh, stables there the music students will go down to Camelot Studios so lots of students uh, will go off campus on their day but but they're typically here for three days of the week we do have a day allowed for placement so that's work placement where students will have 60 hours of work placement and they can do that either a day per week or they can do that for a uh, in a block whichever suits them fantastic and of course there is some student there is some supports as well for students um available through through the year in college as well so the supports are great like supports that we have are fantastic in the college like we really pride ourselves on the supports that we have we have an, an awful lot of students um you know accessing our academic support which is available to all students but we also have learning support for students with additional needs um, and we have a, a learning hub area where students have one-to-one interaction with teachers in the in in the college we have obviously the career guidance from ourselves from Derek and myself and um, we have career guidance we have a counseling support as well that we offer students you know that we can help them through anxiety and um, exam anxiety and different issues that come up for them through the year so we really do pride ourselves on the supports in the college we have a mentor system so each class has a mentor a go-to person and that they can move a bit like a year ahead for the school students you know similar to that that is so lovely and i suppose derek last but not least how can people apply to dunboyne college and our application still open today they are indeed if students go to our website www.dunboynecollege.ie it's actually free to apply it's a two-page form and just click submit on that then they will hear back from the admissions department a couple of days later and they'll ask them for four extra pieces of information their photograph, a reference from the school a recent set of results and their personal statement. They'll then be offered a place and they can secure that place by paying the fees which are only €200 Euro for the whole year and that includes everything. They'll never be asked to pay a penny extra for the year. It includes all equipment, books, uh, trips out etc. That secures their place and if you decide not to come to Dunboyne College after getting your place you can um, get a €170 Euro refund on that. It's a €30 Euro administration fee kept by the government. Well, that is unreal. That sounds great and very inexpensive as well. I know the girls said it's a cheaper option, but wow, that is... Now we know. Now we know, Sinead, the actual funds to, to pay for the course for the year is unbelievable. Um, so we have Derek Ball there and Maeve Nimmo, who are the career guidance team here. And wow, what amazing supports as well, not just academically, but like emotional support. And of course, uh, really facilitating the students that are here. The future is bright. I've already spoken to some of the lovely students, but it's back to you in studio for now, Sinead and check out our social media platforms where we'll see all the interviewees that we spoke to today on the airwaves and of course you can find out more information on all the social media platforms for Dunboyne College of Further Education. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Helena and all the crew there. That open day is going to be ongoing until 2pm today. There's Blondie finishing out our show for today. That is our lot. Thank you so much for your company. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll chat to you tomorrow. The 11 to 1 show. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.